Hello there. So I made a post on Instagram not too long ago, and I posted a couple of what I call journal gems. So just some thoughts from my life, you know, that were shared in that whole mind that I was in at the time. So something that I talk a lot about throughout the podcast life and stuff is that when we're in an experience, we're in a situation, it's sort of like we're in a mine and we get to choose how much we will dig in that mine, how much how many gems we'll get. So for me, filling in a little bit of a difficult time, I want to get as much as I possibly can and learn from all of this experience. And one thing I'll give myself credit for all day long, and especially while I was on my mission and stuff too, I was always taking notes. It's like, I'm going to grab as many gems as I possibly can while I exist, while I'm in this experience, while this, while this experience is alive in me. So my mission, you know, in the Idaho Nampa mission was beautiful, but that was almost six years ago. And yet there's so many gems I got from it that help it still stay alive in me and all the best parts of it stay alive in me. And I got to go out with the missionaries earlier today to help with the lesson. And it was really cool to to help with that. But I wanted to share three journal gems that are all near and dear and precious to me. And I hope that it will give you some perspective. And uh, I just wanted to also share this quote that came to mind, like the mercies of the past can help with the present and the future. It can help with those struggles. It can do things for that. The mercies of the past can help. So that is what I'm doing. Maybe take some time to think after you listen to this episode about things that have helped in your life. Take some time to like think about times maybe God's protected you or that you have truly found blessings in, in your life, you know, those gems. Somebody said that thing that just really made you think like, wow, and you just wrote it down. You're like, I'm going to hold on to this. Like it's the most valuable thing in the world. Like the most valuable things are not things. Like these experiences I'm about to share with you, they're more precious to me than than gold for sure. So we're just going to jump into them. And the best part is that I wrote them in the moment. So even like if I had a tiny little recollection recollection of the experience, because it was very like impressionable, it's nothing like writing about it in the moment. All these things were written in the moment as far as I can tell, and I'm almost certain they all were. So kudos to past Allen. Let's uh, jump in the journal gems. This one's called Back in the Rhythm. Studying from Come Follow Me. Oh, and this is uh, October 29th, 2020. We're going through one from 2020, one from 2021, one from 2022. And it's all me, all my journals. So I've been really consistent at journaling. So here we go. Studying from Come Follow Me in the morning is a game changer. It's like a scripture thing that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints came out with for all the different scriptures and stuff. And this one's called Back in the Rhythm, by the way. I always like to title my journal entries if I can to help give somebody some context if they're reading it. I'm thinking ahead. I really am. Like future kids or grandkids or something will read it. But studying from Come Follow Me in the Morning is a game changer. It is not something I am able to do with no sleep. Notwithstanding my struggles, the Savior has mercy on me. So this is obviously very kind of a religious one. I really should have gotten more work done today. Here's the word should. I've learned a lot that the word should is kind of a scary one. It can mean you expect things of yourself that maybe aren't super realistic or aren't very kind to yourself. Oh, like you should do that. You should do that. It's just not very kind. It is much better to rest after you've exerted yourself and accomplished something difficult than to just be a couch potato. And this is where it's interesting. Cause it's like, I have this theory and I, 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 maybe it's not even a theory, but it's like, I've sensed a lot more recently how people are talking about themselves and about their situation. And it pretty much lines up 
with a lot of what's going on inside. Although there's some exceptions, you know, some people speak higher, if we want to call it that, than they actually feel. But it's interesting. For my for me reading this, it's like it sounds like he's beating himself up a little bit. And then this was like, you know, towards like, you know, it's like my fourth or fifth semester. And I think I was doing some live streaming at this time. I was doing the podcast. I was trying to figure out a lot of things. And so I probably was beating myself up a pretty good amount. I was trying to figure out some things, but yeah, here we go. And then uh, having the pizza party and spending time in the ropes course was a blast. Time stood still and I got to enjoy the thrill. I think that's a beautiful line. There's some lines in my journals. I'm like, yo, what in the heck is that? So that's one of the my favorites. Time stood still and I got to enjoy the thrill. That That's beautiful to me. I love that. That's really poetic and beautiful. It was great to challenge myself. I am powerful. <laughs> I just love this. It's great. But I remember this and I read this and it all just came flooding back into my mind like a flood that could only be summoned back with saying certain words in, in a certain way. Cause I wrote this, you know, I wrote this at the time, you know, from my heart and soul. Here's the next part. I, I, uh, I share this again with the intent to edify, but I also share this because I, I really hope to help out as far as helping you design your best life and everything like that. So here we go. I didn't get to go on the zip lines. I ran out of time. Sad face. I did get to eat a whole pizza, though. That was good. Big smiley face. Streaming of James Nolan and Clark was good. Blessed. So, yeah, I streamed that night. So it sounds like a pretty good day. But I remember this because they had the zip lines saved at the ropes course at BYUI for, for the people that were helping out with student support and stuff. And that was me at the time. And I remember climbing and going in these different parts of the ropes course and waiting and waiting and waiting because I'm like, the zip line isn't available yet for me. And so I'm waiting. I, I remember seeing Paul and Jackie, who I've had Paul on the podcast a while ago. You know, there's a lot of friends I got to see. It was cool. And all the while I was waiting on that zip line. When is that zip line going to be available? And then when I was like, okay, it looks open. I'm ready to get on it. They're like, oh, the person who's up there right now, that is the last person. I remember that feeling so much of getting off the zip line. Well, getting off the entire ropes course because the zip line was at the top and it goes all the way through the thing. And then you finish. It was like the perfect finishing thing. And I didn't get to do it. And I remember that so well. And I'm sure that that was like part of where the sound, where the poem No Sound Available came from, which was talked about in the Deep Thoughts and Procrastination episode, which definitely should give it a listen if you want to hear more about that. Because it's like, you know, I, I wanted to do something, but now that time has gone away you know, kind of thing. I waited too long kind of thing. So that, that was that experience. And I, I just read that. I'm like, wow, that is, that is crazy. And that, that is amazing. And this, this is a big part of, this is obviously a part of my story. And I remember, you know, walking away, you know, I ate a whole pizza and walking home and whatever, and being like, wow, this is a lot like life where dude, if you want to do something, you, you need to figure out a way to do it. You know, it's like, there's not, there's more, multiple ways to do it, right? There's multiple ways to do it. So it, it's, uh, it's kind of humbling. I think maybe there was some potential way to get on the zip line, but I needed to make that effort a little earlier to make it more likely. I came up with this quote, I think it might've been on my mission or a little before then. And it just says, the longer you wait, the greater the chance of failure increases. And I think, I think that's kind of a, 
interesting quote the more I've thought about it over the years, but I think there is a lot of truth to it. It's like, if you wait for a really long time, it's not going to really make it easier to do a lot of different things. I mean, there's some exceptions, but it's just interesting to me, especially lately. I've been like, if I'm thinking something and I have the ability to do it and I think it's going to do some good, I'll just like try to immediately do it because don't really know how much time you have left or how much time you get, honestly. So I guess the last little thought I'll share with that is like, I, I can remember times like being at like an arcade or something with my brother, like playing games and we don't know when we're supposed to leave. Right. Like we've been playing games or having a good time. And then all of a sudden mom says five minutes. It's like, whoa, whoa. I thought we had a lot more time. The thing is when you're younger, you're not really paying attention to the time. At least I wasn't. I know I wasn't. Nowadays I'm checking the time all the time. Hopefully not all the time, but a pretty good amount of the time because I want to do things and I have things I want to get done each day. But it's kind of interesting to think about it in that way because we don't really know. Like the time goes away really fast and Once mom says it's time to go pretty soon, it's like, well, we have to go pretty soon. So just enjoy the time. Like, it's crazy because arcades aren't really a thing anymore. But I remember like playing in some arcades growing up and those are special times, special memories. So we'll move on to the next journal gem. So this was seven months later. We can tell that there's some clear development in my overall character and I feel better about things, but I'm still like trying and figuring things out. You know, there's some impatience. We can tell when I read the entry, there's some other things going on, but I also started working at Pizza Hut. So this is May 28th, 2021. And it's called things can only get better. And I'll have links to all these in the show notes as far as the actual, like uh, the timestamp. Anyway, I'm not going to upload the whole thing, but yeah, I slept in until like 10 AM. Of course I was not pleased with that. I had a call with brother Bryant Harris that put things into perspective for me though. And he was, we we're talking like, he's like an habit coach guy, cool guy. He'd be a good guy to have on the podcast, honestly. He told me that I tend to be on the fantasizing side of the spectrum. It really resonated with me. I do tend to have really high expectations for myself and others. It is something I need to keep in check. Bryant, who is a hab coach and teaches at BYUI as a side hustle, said he could meet with me next Friday at 11 too. Smiley face. I appreciate him a lot for doing that. His advice to me was to choose three main tasks for the day and assign an hour to each of them. He called these power hours and I think I will try it. Honestly, it did work out really well. I am pleased. Work today was so chill. I loved it. I had a dog jump in my car and I got both a tip for $11. That was the biggest tip I got at Pizza Hut, by the way, $11. And I got it literally a month and a half into the job. No, not even a month and a half. This is like right after I started. This is literally like a month in. So that was the biggest tip I got was $11 in case you were wondering. And I also got one for one cent. So we got both sides of the spectrum. That was my lowest tip and my highest tip in the same day. Besides all the people that gave me no tip, there was a lot. I remember one time it was like $50. I got no tip and I was like on time and everything. I don't understand. It's whatever. But my coworkers are a blessing to talk to. I'm going to start a new tradition. After my Friday night shift, I'm going to go to the temple parking lot to think and stuff. I did it tonight and I met a guy named Drew. He was probably in his 40s. He's very excited for the temple to become fully operational again. I talked with him, gave him a hug and said a prayer with him. I am so glad I said hi, smiley face. I do remember this guy. It was, it was a good chat. And it was one of those moments where you're just kind of like, wow, This is a very humble person and somebody that really wants to get closer to God. And I just love that. I admire that. So yeah, we we said a prayer together. We talked a little bit. It was good. 
Another great moment happened when I was delivering pizzas. There was a kind of disabled man shooting hoops at the park. I think, I think this guy, I can't remember if he had crutches or what, but you could tell he had some kind of ailment of some kind, but yeah. I was delivering pizzas like at a house that was across from the court. And so it was like, I'd have to go out of my way to go talk to him, like leave my car to go talk to him and leave my pizza hut, like still be wearing all the gear and stuff. But like, I was going to have to put the pizza on hold kind of thing, not drive immediately back to pizza Hut to do this. And so I decided to spend some time with him. I passed the ball to him so he could make a shot. It only took like 30 seconds, but it will live in my heart a long time. It does. It still does. I, I remember that. That was a, a special time. And I am not. I'm all about let's let's make those moments, dude. I've been trying to write some poetry. I've been writing some poetry, not trying. I've been writing a ton of poetry, but I've been working on one called like Master of Moments because that's what I want to be. Like Clint Pulver about creating moments like Mr. Jensen did for him and being like a Mr. Jensen and creating moments for people. Like that's what I want to do, be like a master of moments and help out people. So, and by the way, if you like these journal gems, I'll do another one. I just really felt in a reflective vibe today. And so that is what you're getting. (laughs) Just let me know. I mean, this did pretty well on Instagram as far as like what people thought of it. They thought it was pretty cool. It just takes a lot of work to take pictures and everything and upload them to Instagram. And I'd much rather do a podcast episode of it. So I don't know. Just let me know. Reach out to me at on LinkedIn at Dallin Candland or Twitter at Dallin Zeeld. Or if you have my phone number, just send me a text or something. Yeah, just let me know. Yeah, so that was cool. Things can only get better. I just need to keep on surrendering my will to the Lord and I am set. I'm trying to be like Jesus. I will never forsake him. So there's a lot of like very powerful language here. Like there's some, oh shoot, I slept in, but look at all these amazing things that are happening. Oh, and by the way, I'm not going to forsake Jesus and I am so on board with this. And so there's some words of very powerful commitment and that's very very telling for me because that is something that is stuck through like all this is like the commitment. I'm always trying to get better, always wanting to improve, you know, and it's cool because when you have an experience like this with helping the guy shooting some hoops with him, passing the ball to him a couple times and meeting that guy named Drew and whatever, it makes you look forward to more of those moments. And I've had so many of these in my life and I don't doubt I will have many, many, many more. So I don't know. It's something I really look forward to in my life. So that was things can only get better. So we had we had the one about getting back in the rhythm and then things can only get better. Now we have probably the most impactful one. And if you're still listening, just know I appreciate you. This is called Dave Woodward is dying. So this is about my friend Dave, who I met on my mission trip who was the CEO of ClickFunnels and also the CMO of ClickFunnels. He ran the Funnel Hacker Live radio podcast. Super cool guy. I really liked listening to the podcast. I think I listened to it for a little bit. Yeah, I listened to it for a little bit before I even had my own podcast when I was working at Pathway way back in the day. And it was really fun just talking with him the brief times I got to when I was on my mission and after my mission. And there was one time when I went and visited his family and we had a really good talk and he gave me some books, you know, the ClickFunnels books and stuff, which is super nice of him, you know, pretty valuable books money wise. And they have a lot of good content in them too. And he just gave them to me for free. And then he's like, Hey, just let me know when you want me to be on your podcast and I'll give 
this lady, like, I'll let her know that I want to be on your podcast or something like that. Just reach out to her. And he gave me her email. And then things got crazy with school. Of course, I was doing I was doing uh, a lot of different things, like stressing out. <laughs> I didn't really understand my ADHD as much as I do now. If I did, it's just you have a lot more compassion on yourself looking backwards and forwards, you know, and that that's okay. But this is the reality is I didn't reach out to her ever. I had the thought to, of course, a bunch of times. And I just kept pushing it off. My podcast isn't big enough. I don't have a very good setup. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not in a very good mental state to reach out to him. He doesn't actually want to talk to me. He was saying that just to be nice. I'm wasting his time. Blah, blah, blah. He has much better things to do. Blah, blah, blah. And then it got to the point where I hadn't reached out to him for a while, a long while, and had, you know, still a little bit of contact here and there. And maybe I'd looked for that email at some point. And then he got made the CEO of ClickFunnels. And then I'm like, well, I probably would have to reach out to a different person or something. It turns out that very soon after he's made the CEO of ClickFunnels, he got a form of brain cancer. And at this point, I was so focused on my own struggles and stuff that I didn't even think to reach out or anything like that. So you look at this gap between when I visited him in April to August. I didn't realize it, but that was my time to reach out to him and do the podcast interview. I'm not beating myself up about this. I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but here we are talking about it. I'm planning to have one of his sons on the podcast to talk with you guys about how awesome his dad was because he was a really awesome guy. And there's a lot, a lot, a lot to learn from him about, you know, just his fight against cancer and everything else. So like this has happened a number of times though in my life where I want to talk to somebody, I want to do something, and then I wait and I wait and I wait. And it's not like the person always passes away, rest in peace, Dave, we miss you and love you. But something else happens and it just sort of floats away like the wind kind of thing. So I don't know. That That's my thoughts. That's the background of this before we will get into it. And uh, now we'll get into it. And I guess one last thing I'll say is this caught me completely by surprise. I didn't even know I was going to find out about this. And so let's just jump into the the listener. I'm so excited that, that you're here with me. <laughs> you have like five people listening to this. It's like, I don't know. It's really cool. And uh, I really just appreciate you. And yeah, just let me know if you like the journal gems. I, I like doing it because it's like 20, 2021, 20, 2022. And I have a bunch from all three. So I could just share different things from each one and just talk about it be fun. might be fun to have another person riff with me on this too. Okay. God knows all that has happened and will happen. He desires to flood our minds with hope concerning the future. Jacob 4.13. Yet we are subject to his divine will and timing. All good things are a gift from him. We are not our own. 1 Corinthians 6.19. I nailed the morning routine today. It felt amazing. God is expanding my heart, vision, and strength as he has in the past. I really am nothing without him. Alma 26.12 I stayed focused on my personal goals for the day and avoided many distractions. Like, this is this is applause. Like, this is let's go. Like, this is like, do morning routine. Like, felt amazing. Expanding my heart and mind. I'm I'm recognizing that I'm nothing without God. I focused on my goals. I avoided distractions. Like this is hype. 
after work at DI, so this is when I was still working at DI, I had my second interview to be a copywriter at another company. I felt guided, and yet at the same time, I felt like God trusts me to choose on my own. So it's interesting to read this now because, you know, two months later, I ended up, two-ish months later, I ended up moving from Utah and didn't hear back from the company really. And so that sort of fell apart. I was kind of ghosted or whatever. And so it was for the best because if I'd gone a job there, then I wouldn't be here right now and blah, blah, blah. So it's just interesting. God perfectly understands exactly what I am facing. Upon getting home, so this is after emotional self-reliance class I went to. Upon getting home, I got on Facebook. I normally wouldn't see my newsfeed, but today I saw Facebook stories mixed with them and I clicked on it and I saw it. Jackson Woodward came home early from his mission in Brazil. This happened because his dad, Dave, has an aggressive brain cancer. It came up last August, but it's gotten worse. Even the greatest tech cannot go before the Lord's will. When I read this news, I felt my world stop. Millions of realizations flooded my mind at once. I have to go to Boise. Dave offered to be on my podcast back in April 2021, but now his mind is being racked with cancer and he's fighting mightily just to stay alive. He'll never be on my podcast now. I've been so swallowed up in my weaknesses and fears, and I never thought to check up on him. And to think I almost started playing video games tonight. What a mistake that would have been. I am thankful for the spirit. I read from my patriarchal blessing after, and the line about being proactive really stood out. Tomorrow isn't promised. I'll give a little context on the patriarchal blessing, what it is. So it's a blessing that members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints can receive when they feel they are ready for it. And and the patriarchal basically means like Father's blessing. So we believe it's from God and he gives us direction for our lives. It's basically scripture that's given just for us to help us with our individual lives. And we're not supposed to share any of it, but I wrote that in my journal and I think it's worth sharing that it says the word proactive in mine. And that basically means I have to be doing things. I can't expect things to happen. I can't force things to happen. I can invite things to happen. I can work on things. I can do things. I can plant things. I can sow things and grow things. But I need to trust God and I need to also trust myself. And it's not like God is going to be like, hey, this person really needs you to reach out to them. Sometimes they'll do that. But then it's other times it's like, Do you care enough to put the video games aside? Because that was the choice I made. I decided to not play any video games at night, even though I really wanted to. I was high high on life, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But then I would have missed the important message, you know? And so this is something I've seen in my life echoed over and over again. And I'm sure I'll continue to see it. That as much as I'm able to be proactive in my life and to go forward and to go after things, I will surely be happier and a lot more joyful. And I've seen that a bunch of times. So, yeah, I mean, with the beginning of this journal entry, it's very clear that I was being proactive, you know. So wasn't planning to share that. It's very sacred to me. I really believe that it's from God for me. I got it when I was 17 and it's helped me a lot in my life. I have the thing memorized basically now and it's helped me a lot. But that's, yeah, that's something it says. And it's something that I can come back to just like any scripture. And that line stood out so much 
when I read it. So it was really good that after I had this shock factor that I immediately went to this place where I knew I could get some deep, deep, deep perspective. And that's exactly what I did. And yeah, so then I created a frame like kudos to me. I made what I call a frame of my trip to Boise. I wrote the purpose of the trip. I wrote people I thought to reach out to. I wrote prioritizing my mantra, just stuff I need to remember, what success looks like, what I imagine God sees as a win. This is exactly what I'm going to do when I visit Florida next week. I think this is the answer to prayer I've been looking for. I will create a frame of what I'm going to try to do in Florida, and I'm just going to go after it. But This is very humbling stuff. I wasn't planning on doing this episode, but here we did it, you know? It's just very, very humbling, all the things you can learn about life. And especially when you go back to journals, like I feel things, dude. I'm feeling things right now. With my ADHD, sometimes I don't feel the dopamine. I don't thrill that because like my threshold of dopamine is higher than most people. And I think my pain tolerance is also way higher than most people. And yet when I read those entries, I feel something and I'm reminded of, this amazing life God has given me and all the things I need to do with it. And so I think we'll just leave it there. But man, wow. So we had we had uh, back in the rhythm. Things can only get better and Dave Woodward is dying. So there's a lot of power in that. I just would recognize or accept. <laughs> I would acknowledge. I would implore you, encourage you. That's the word to just continue to look for those gems in your life write down a couple and treasure them because I have a bunch that I've treasured and I can share more if you would like me to just let me know. And I think we'll just leave it at that. And I also decided today when I was on my drive, like yield today and it'll be a bit tomorrow. Sounds cool. But when you think about it, there's a lot of things that are not good to yield to. Like if something not so good happens, we're not going to yield to that thing and be like, oh, whatever. There's like the Super Mario Bros. (laughs) movie uh, trailer that came out and it has like Bowser talking to uh, these penguins that they were fighting and stuff. And Bowser has all these all these people and he's like he all these uh, minions and stuff. And he looks at the penguin. He says, will you yield? And I love how it says the word yield. Like, that's so beautiful. But I think the word yield is used. Maybe I can make an ep- a separate episode on this. But like it's it sometimes can mean like to shy away from something or to just avoid it. But what I want this podcast to be about. And when I say the word yield, I mean to yield to the good. Yes, I envision love demonstrated. Go after it. Learn from it. Yield to the good opportunity. So we're going to, after almost 300 episodes, we're going to change how this podcast ends right now. Don't forget to yield to the good and it will be a better tomorrow. Doesn't that sound better? I think that sounds a lot better than just yield today and it will be better tomorrow. It's like, what? (laughs) It's like... I think it's like, well, yield also has another meaning of like picking up a lot of things, like gathering a lot of things, like this was my yield for the day. So I think it could mean a lot of things. So let me know what you think of that too. And I can make a separate episode on it too. I might have another episode coming out later this week just for funsies. I'll let you know. It'll be a bonus episode. Right now we're just doing Monday, Thursday, but I really appreciate you listening. Just thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Let me know what you think and feel free to reach out to me and more interviews are coming soon. So thank you so much for listening and don't forget to yield to the good and it will be a better tomorrow.